0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor show.
1: Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
0: Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River, which is everywhere right now. (laughs) That is very true, sir. We're not quite as live as we were from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River last week.
2: No, we were right on it. I'll tell you though, I had to wear my waders in this morning to get here.
0: It is uh it is a good day to be a duck.
2: It's a little humid.
0: <laughs> yeah. The uh, the water is definitely everywhere, so be careful. Heavy, heavy rains.
2: Thunder and lightning too.
0: Yeah, a lot of storms this morning, about three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it uh definitely gonna be a a, a wet day, so be prepared for it.
2: More storms supposedly coming this afternoon too. So if you're heading out to fish, be careful.
0: So question. hmm You're an outdoorsman. Theoretically, what, yeah. Sure. Wh- in theory. Sure. What weather app do you use? I use two. Use two. All right.
2: They're both the same. I, I don't like paying for apps and I I've heard I've read a lot about some good apps, but the two I use that are free. <laughs> the main one I use is Weather Underground. Okay, is from the Weather Channel and I also. Weather
0: Underground from the Weather Channel?
2: Yes. I didn't realize I use it too. Yeah well I use that one and I use the Weather Channel Weather Channel. So there are some really good apps out there there's some uh, I've looked at a few apps for Radar specifically because it's real nice to know and you've been there a lot of our listeners have been there especially when i was in college we would fish in the mountains and you can be between two mountains and it's blue sky you look up and you hear thunder and it's on you because you can't see what's coming if you're in a canyon or if you're down fishing in a river at the bottom of you know two mountains you really can't see what's coming so a good radar would really be helpful and i've looked at a few of them i've looked at uh several that are a couple of bucks and i've, I've considered buying them but I just hadn't pulled the
0: trigger. Well, and and so now here's my question: Other than your cheapskate, why would you not buy them? Because it's kind of your 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 life is is kind of on the line when you're out in the water, and right, you don't want to be standing in the water when a lightning strike is coming.
2: True, true, but
0: are you saying your life's not worth two bucks?
2: Uh, we'll see. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm I am I have been looking at them. I'm just I just can't figure out which one I want. There's a real. Not, I think there's one from. Uh, NOAA, uh, that is, I think it's like a a dollar something or, I I can't remember what it was, but it's a very, very, you, you get the actual radar from wherever you are. I mean, the national radar, which is really accurate. And it's nice to have a weather radar app with you to see if you're going to get storms because, I mean, right here in Chattanooga, I don't know how many times I've been watching the Weather Channel. We've got a line of storms coming in. It hits Mont Eagle and Half of it goes north, half of it goes south. They're getting rain up, you know, up north of us, and it's raining down in Georgia, and we got nothing.
0: The one thing I don't like about the weather the just the weather one from Weather Channel, it doesn't update, it doesn't roll over to the next day until late in the morning. Yes. This morning at three o'clock it was still showing Friday. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, it's not Friday, it's Saturday. I know it's Saturday because I'm awake. (laughs) and then between now and three o'clock it's now switched over to saturday and i've noticed that before especially when i'm getting up to go um fishing or or hunting uh you know just the other day when i was in paris and i was going out on kentucky lake at six in the morning it was kind of like this you had weather you just wanted to know exactly when the weather was hitting so you knew what to take right and, uh, and I looked, and it was still showing me Friday or, or Wednesday stuff. And I'm like, no, it's Thursday. Just just update.
2: That, that is irritating, and I'll tell you what else is irritating to me is the, I'm about to go on a little bit of a rant, the weather channel itself. I'm sorry. I'm getting up at 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning to go fishing. We're going out all day long. I want to know what the weather's going to be. I don't need to see deadliest space weather or why planes crash. I want weather.
0: Or or whether that that created the perfect storm in 1973, right? Or, I, I get it. Yeah. And some it of those start c- a second channel, it, and and put that cra- and Yeah. That's kind of like what MTV did, right? Yeah. They they, had, they got away from music, and then eventually they started a music channel to replace the channel that's no longer music.
2: You remember that? Wow.
0: I was there when MTV came on. Oh, I
2: was there too. I was there too. But uh... yeah, I agree with you that some of the you know. Some of these shows on the weather channel, you know, you know, why planes crash. I'll tell you why planes crash. Gravity. That's why planes crash. Gravity. Planes, planes
0: crash because the air and the ground intersect at the <laughs> same place that the plane is.
2: Oh, I like that. They intersect at the same location. I like that. That's a nice way of saying it. So, anyway. yeah. We, so, there we go. We got some weather out there today. So, be weather aware. Keep an eye to the sky and take care while you're out there today.
0: Um, on another note, and I'm, you know what, folks, there's people awake Colin, I was, I'm feeling old, nostalgic and old.
2: I kind of am too. I got a birthday coming up and so do you. So, oh yeah, that's not why though.
0: Um, Jim Fowler died.
2: Yeah, I've got, I've, I've actually pulled up that story.
0: Um, and, but what, when I was a kid. There were two things in life I looked forward to. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom and ABC's Wide World of Sports on Saturday afternoon.
2: With Kurt Gowdy.
0: With Kurt Gowdy. And, and and I didn't care what the stupid sport was. It just, it was just cool to watch Wide World of Sports at 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And and it and I don't care what I was doing, what I was out playing. I would come in and watch that. And Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, I forgot when it came out. It was on Sundays. Sunday, wasn't it Sunday
2: evening? Sunday evening, about 5 or 6 o'clock, because yeah. right before it, it, where I lived, right before it, I got to watch these two shows back-to-back, and they were both nature-esque shows. You had Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom at 5, but at 4 o'clock you had The Wonderful World of Jacques Cousteau.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. I, Absolutely.
2: I, that, that really... Triggered my love of water and fish, and you know, I I would always be looking to see where they're diving. And you know, I was as a little kid, you know, you love the shark episodes, and you know, they'd have a shark episode every now and again, and then you know, they it was hard to understand them. And I, you know, that French accent was awful thick, but right after that, I always knew I got to look forward to uh, Marlon Perkins and Jim Fowler talking about wherever they were, yeah. And as I got older. I realized, you know, Marlon was a, a really nice, he seemed like a really nice guy. I never met him. He seemed like a really nice guy. But it always seemed to me, and I mean, it kind of became a running joke, you know, while I'm safe in this helicopter, my assistant Jim is going to attempt to tackle a water buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: uh, Carson used to give Fowler a hard time and, and say that uh, while he was out in the field, you know, with animals, Yeah. Perkins was in the studio doing voiceover.
2: <laughs> Drinking martinis or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, he died uh this week. He was eighty nine. Uh he died peacefully in his home in Norwalk, Connecticut, surrounded by family. Uh the obituary says. I'm not sure anybody dies
0: peacefully, but that's a whole nother Yeah. That's a whole nother radio show.
2: He did make a lot of, of uh appearances on Johnny Carson with exotic animals and it was always fun to see the hosts freak out about the were, Whatever animal, the animal they brought, out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wild Kingdom debuted in nineteen sixty three, and Fowler began as an assistant, later became co host with Marlon Perkins before taking over as host. Uh, let's see here. He had a ver- he had a very very wide background in uh, broadcasting and uh, in the outdoor world, and that's where one of my favorite things came out of was. Uh, Wild Kingdom. I don't know if you remember it or not. They would go to Africa or something, and they wanted to put a tracking collar on a gazelle or a ibex or whatever it is, and they'd shoot it with the Anesta dart. And I always thought that was cool because they'd hit the, you know, they get real close, they'd shoot, animal would run about five ten feet, and then start making little be circles, and then down it go, and then everybody ran in and they took blood samples and they were doing scientific research you know back in the 60s and 70s which was you know great and it's you know I'm sure all that research has been compiled to help the species that they were working with but I always love seeing the animals uh, get darted and then a real good close-up of whatever animal you know they're they're holding down the animal put in t- their
0: teeth and
2: yeah yeah and their horns and they've got a, a towel over the eyes and you know they're doing they're whatever and water
0: on it yeah keep it moist
2: so it was always It was always uh, great to see, although uh, it says here in his biography he had his arm swallowed by an anaconda and uh, was charged by a gorilla and other creatures during his career. I can believe it. I can too, but I don't want my arm swallowed by an anaconda.
0: No, no, I'm pretty much not in for that either.
2: My question is how do you get it off?
0: Well, that would be one of those things you know, one of the the dirty little secrets of of TV is sometimes animals die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't ever show you that on TV.
2: Somebody get a circular saw. And we'll take care of this real quick. Yeah,
0: uh, just make sure you cut below my hand because <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know the, and I'm not I'm I'm joking. I have no idea how they got it off, but um, it it just I I don't know. I was when I you know, and I remember you know Perkins died what. Wasn't it in the 80s? Eighty one. Okay. Um and but man, I just I remembered that show and always thought it was cool. Um and 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 so it's just it's kinda sad. And and who's the other guy? Uh Hannah, Jim Hannah. Yeah. You know, he's seventy something years. He's 72, 73 years old. Right. You know, and he kind of took over after Perkins and Fowler and not doing the mutual of Omaha thing but his own thing uh super you know I, I've met I met I met Fowler and I met uh I've met Jim Hanna really? super nice guys really yeah oh, just cool. various things that I've been to and stuff and uh but you know it, but it just it's I think it's cool and you know sometimes when you you get back at, at the end of your life and you you look back and Think about what you contribute. Just think how many people that they have influenced uh, through the Wild Kingdom show and and other things through the years to uh, either become activists for animals, uh, to become interested in whatever. I mean, it's just there's so many things that they have shown us.
2: I wonder how many, like you said, I wonder how many careers they started in wildlife management. You know, Somebody watched Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom and said, hey, I want to do that for a living. They found a degree in wildlife management, or ecology management, or environmental science, or yeah. biology, and went into that field. So,
0: so I give, think they had an impact. Yeah, give us a call. We're going to break here. Give us a call two six seven one zero two three two six seven one zero two three. Love to get your thoughts on on like a uh, mutual of Omaha, Wild Kingdom, or whatever you uh, you grew up with, and and how that influenced you. I mean, it turned us into radio people.
2: I'm still figuring that one out. I'll think about that one during the break. We'll be right back.
0: Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse, friendly staff, and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker camper or need clothing or shoes sportsman's warehouse has just what you need if you're looking for a firearm sportsman's warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store now if you don't see one you want you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6700 guns offered online then you can have it shipped directly to the store everyday low prices no shipping charges and no processing fees Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse Loyalty Card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back, Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging out with the trout professor himself. How was graduation last week?
2: Eh, it was there. It it went, people graduated,
0: parking you, was horrid. And you're going, why am I here, why am I here? Exactly. But I'm there to support the college and the students. Good for you. Mm-hmm. A dutiful, a dutiful
2: employee. That and it's required.
0: Someday you'll be that way here.
2: I am that way here. I show up every Saturday, oh, dark 30, and we do a radio show. But I was thinking about something you said the other day when we were live at the lake. You said, we're an outdoor show. We're where an outdoor show should be, outdoors. I agree, but
0: today, I'm glad we're indoors. I am, yeah. I, I was thinking that <laughs> on the way down here. This is the weather we were kind of worried about last week. Yes, yes. And, uh, and luckily, we had a about a six-hour window of, of no rain, and we did broadcast in between them. Yes. And uh, so that I mean, we didn't even set up a tent last week, which was nope. kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I would hate to be outside broadcasting right now.
2: Yeah, especially, you know, after speaking with uh, Max, you know, these uh, electronic devices and water do not go well together.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, that whole water sparking death thing just really doesn't excite me.
2: No, not at all.
0: And the winner of the Thirteenth annual Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament was
2: Rob. Oh, you want me to read? It? Steve yeah. Norris and Josh Wafford.
0: Man, what a perfect setup that was.
2: I'm sorry. I thought you God. were going to read them. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to read them.
0: Let um, me try this again. All
2: right, let's try. Take two. And, we'll just cut that out and edit that. That's no problem. And
0: the winner of the thirteenth annual Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament was
2: Steve Norris and Josh Wafford with big fish of twenty one. No, no. I'm sorry. Big
0: fish hours.
2: Big fish hour.
0: Uh, we just talked about this in the break.
2: Big Fish Hour was twenty one oh four. Their total weight was thirty three point three one, and they won. So they won sport. by
0: six pounds. Mm-hmm. Good for them.
2: Second place was Tommy Cates and Larry Cates. Uh, total weight was twenty five sixty four. Third place was Robert Dysart and Adam Dysart. Twenty Your
0: five. You're dyslexic, Dysart.
2: Dysart, sorry.
0: You put the T. You uh, moved the T.
2: I moved the T, sorry. Excuse me, Robert and Adam. Uh BJ Talent and Jason Rampley. Total was twenty pounds, eighty one ounces for fourth place. And coming in fifth, Jeff Swarout and Rob Lindsay at nineteen point eight nine coming in fifth. So there you
0: go, place. that's your top five. Congratulations, guys. Steve Norse. and good that's a good bag. Thirty one point thirty one. Thirty three point thirty one.
2: Yeah, that is a big bag.
0: Does it stay on there who won the kayak? Uh,
2: it does not. Okay.
0: It was, mm-hmm. um, I wonder, I'd love to hear from somebody that fished that tournament. What did they do at 11 o'clock when that storm hit? <laughs> I would have been out of my boat. I would have been under a or, dock. Or been, out I'd, of I'd, boat. Yeah, I would have been in a dock somewhere.
2: We had uh, 13 uh, who were in the tournament who did not catch any fish.
0: And why did you bring that up?
2: Well, I'm just saying it was, looked like it was kind of a hard day for some people, but yet we still had a total of thirty-three point three one weight. So apparently, one tactic worked and one tactic didn't. This or is true. Thirteen tactics didn't. This is true.
0: So yeah, now of course the it may have been some people that said uh, when that weather hit, I'm done.
2: <laughs> Check please. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of being out on the water when a storm rolls there.
2: No, I was fishing last year with uh, uh, Beaverman and Wagon Burner. I was fishing with those two guys, and that was the day I blew out my uh, wading boots. The bottoms came off of both my wading boots, and I ended up, the boots just disintegrated, and I didn't have a sole. So I waded out of the stream and ended up walking down this gravel road, to get back to the truck to put on some sandals barefoot, so it like took me a while because I'm sitting there cursing gravel as I walk down this road. I got my sandals on and was gonna come back and hop back in the river and it had clouded up and it was it, it was looking like it was raining raining or over in the distance. And I looked up and this streak of lightning came down in a field probably less than a mile from where we were and I was like, uh, uh I will fish in the rain, I will fish in the fog, I will fish in the snow. I will not fish in the lightning just simply because I've got a nine-and-a-half-foot lightning rod in my hand, and I'm standing in water. That's not a good combination.
0: Kind of like being on a golf course. Not a good idea.
2: Not a good idea, especially with all those metal clubs you're holding.
0: Uh, that's again, that's what my, one of my favorite comments in the world, was was they asked Lee Trevino what he would do in a storm. He would hold up a one-iron because not even God could hit a one-iron.
2: <laughs> I love that line. That's pretty good. I like that. No, but, I mean, you, we, you know, kind of still talking about weather a little bit, but, I mean, we've been out in... That's
0: because it's flooding outside. Well, true.
2: And I think I saw we were like 11 inches over for the year already, somewhere, yeah. somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, we're, we've got an 11-inch surplus. You know, you can't control the weather, but you can not let the weather control your life so if you buy quality equipment and and good rain jackets and stuff like that you can stay dry or or stay warm depending on the situation and conditions but at some point you have to know discretion is the better part of valor especially when you're fishing and you know fishing in the rain sure but you need to be aware and know when to run for a dock or run for a cove because you know as well as I do that lake can be Chickamauga can be calm and then ten minutes later you can have, you know, four foot rollers with white caps on it. So you just you need to be aware. And I think oh, you I, do. I think that's where a lot of people get caught.
0: And I think there's there's other bodies of water that are even more important. To me, the one I was on just a few weeks ago, Kentucky Lake. That's that a, thing's huge. that's a big lake. That is a it's, big lake. I mean it's wide and you know, I'm sitting there watching uh, one foot swells and what beginning the whitecaps on a calm morning <laughs> like okay you know it's just it's so big mm-hmm. once the water gets started it doesn't i mean it doesn't stop it um you know it just kentucky lakes always i found interesting that's a that's just a big body of water
2: it is a huge body of water it was like the time i've uh, when i was living in memphis we used to actually fish the mississippi river and you don't realize, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have driven across it in many places across the United States, mm-hmm. you know, especially everybody around here goes to Memphis and you cross the river and, you know, you think, oh, that's a big river. You don't realize how big that thing is and how fast it's moving until you're down on it. And if you're not watching what you're doing, you can get in trouble real quick, and if the weather kicks up, you can get in trouble even quicker. Because what we used to do is they had these rock weir dams that used to kind of come out not dams, but rock weirs that used to come out To help channelize the river, and we would throw uh, sinking flies out there and catch white bass left, right, and sideways. And there were a few times when the wind came up and the weather came up, and we were running for shore, just trying to get back to the side of the river we were fishing. So, got to be careful on that.
0: Definitely, definitely do. Uh, One of the things that was kind of cool when I was in, um, and I and I don't. Forgive me, I don't remember what we've talked about since I got back from the the tournament. I mean, not the tournament, but the commission meeting. One of the things that was kind of cool was all the the college jerseys that were on the wall of this restaurant we ate at. Yeah. And um, and so uh, one, there was there's two that he doesn't have. One is Brian College, and I'm actually working trying to get him that. And the other was UTC, but he, he led with UTC because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have, I said, I, I asked him, I said, do you have a, a UTC? And he said, no, that's one of two colleges in the state of Tennessee I haven't been able to get. I said, really? He said, yeah, I don't know why. He said, I just can't get connected with anybody that's got one. I kind of looked at him and I said, you know what? You may be getting connected here. <laughs> and he said, what do you mean? I said, well, I was the original coach of the UTC by STEAM. And I have at least two, maybe three jerseys, uh, and I would be happy to put one of those on your wall. And so I actually found one. Uh, I'm gonna send in the original one. Oh, cool! From 2008, when we started the team, um, and uh, it's 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 pretty slick. So I'm gonna send it. And so when you go to uh, the restaurant there in Buchanan, Tennessee, or Buchanan. I can remember, Lafayette, Lafayette, it's Buchanan. When you go to the restaurant in Buchanan, they'll uh, they'll have that UTC jersey up on the wall, hmm. which will be kind of cool. That will be cool. So now I'm working on trying to get him a Brian one.
2: I think you got a connection there, I got too. a few connections Yeah, there, I, so I, I'll, I'll try. He, he talked to somebody who could set him up, little does he know.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, let's, let's talk to Steve before the break. Hey, Steve, how are you?
3: Hey, pretty good. Y'all doing all right? Man, we are oh, no. having a ball. Dry. I just, uh, yeah, really, really, you're not outside, that's for sure. Hey, uh, I just uh, saw a video on, uh, well, Google. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's talking about a new law that's coming into effect July 1st in California. Uh huh. Uh, if you buy any ammo in California, they're, they do a background check on you, and it doesn't matter what it is. And they charge you a dollar fee if you're in the system. And if you're not in the system, they charge you a $19 fee. And there's up to a 10-day wait. To buy ammo. Any kind of ammo.
0: Isn't that crazy?
3: And you can't, if if you're going out there to hunt or something, you can't take it with you. Nothing over 50 rounds. Uh, they they got they got all their bases covered. Uh, no person to person sales. I mean, they, they got it all covered. And Steve yeah, it's supposed to start it's supposed to start July the first.
0: You are pointing out the main reason I don't live in California. Well, one of the main reasons.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: That, they're just <laughs> a, the, they're just a yeah. little nutty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they had the California has would we all say they probably have some of the toughest gun laws in the country? And then just this week is when they nailed the guy that had over a thousand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It I saw is, that. And, and, but the funny part is they may be legal to have number. There's no yeah. limit on the number of guns that you can have. I don't think. Yeah. I, I,
3: yeah, I, don't, I, think. I don't know why there would
0: be. That's California. You know,
3: that's always when, when one of these shootings happens, that's one of the first things they always mm-hmm. bring up. Well, oh, he's got, you know he's got thirty guns and he's got five thousand rounds of ammo and <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how many how many people that are like me and you have the very same thing.
0: I yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have any guns or ammo. <laughs> I lost oh, speaking, it all in the flood.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of ammo, I'm I got a question. i right. I've 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 asked this question at uh, two or three gun shops. Okay. And I've never gotten a yes or no answer.
0: And you probably won't today, level. but we'll try.
3: Uh, <laughs> is it legal to possess armor-piercing ammo?
0: I don't think so, but I, I'll. <laughs> I, 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 well, hang on. <laughs> I know you can't buy it anymore, but I don't know if it's illegal to possess. I don't know if they it was one of those things where they where they made it illegal to possess it, kind of like the bump stock deal. Speaking yeah. of that, I'm sorry. Speaking of that. How many bump stocks do you think's been turned in in the U.S.?
4: Uh, probably not many. <laughs> I, I was going to say
2: probably about maybe two or three. I'm thinking a single digit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll we'll look into that. I don't know. I know you can't buy it anymore legally. Um, but uh, well, I say. What I'm,
3: about what about what about tracer rounds too? I, I had a guy uh, tell me. Uh, something about tracers and and I I'd never even thought about that. I, I don't know if that would be even good to shoot through your gun. It looks like it would do something to it, but uh, are they
0: legal? No, tracers are legal everywhere but California. Okay. <laughs> I, and I was getting her to say, I know I bought some tracer ammo just not that long ago. So okay. In um, it was one you know designed to to put in like every fifth round, so you, when you're shooting at night or whatever. But yeah, I bought some. Um, yeah, but and I think it was, I can't remember if it was in, in, um, uh, in five, five, six or, or, uh, seven, six, nine, but I know I bought some and, um, yeah. and, but I don't know about the armor piercing, but I will find out. Like I said, I know you can't buy it or I, I don't think you can buy it, but I'll, uh, I'll check on the possession. <laughs>
3: uh, all right. Okay. And one, one more question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chip chipmunks is, is there, any regulations on
2: chipmunks that you know of? I, don't, I can't find anything. I
0: don't think chipmunks are considered a game.
2: I don't think they're. Con- I think they're considered a wildlife species, like uh, like like robins and cardinals and You know, watchable wildlife. I don't. I don't know that there's any uh, any laws preventing the yeah. taking or encouraging the taking. Wow, I'm
0: gonna have to write these down. You're asking tough questions. Armor piercing.
3: Well, that's because I can't find the answers for them either.
0: <laughs> chipmunks. Hang
2: on. Let me Google chipmunks. All right.
0: We'll keep working on that in a break and then uh, and we'll, we'll have answers if you should. hang on. We'll get you something. Okay. All right, man. Thank you, Steve. All right, thanks. Uh-huh. Bye. All right. It's uh, time to go pay a bill and we'll come back here in just a moment with questions on chipmunks. The question is why do you want to shoot chipmunk? What did a little chipmunk ever do to you? I.
2: Didn't do nothing to me. I think <laughs> they're cute little critters. Probably probably it's a pest issue. Now it, I would say so. Yeah, because I'm not finding anything specifically on uh, taking or hunting these little cute little chubby cheek things.
0: Like Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: Granddaddy's gone.
0: Four two three two eight zero three six seven seven.
4: Attention landscapers and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, or online at BeattyFertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you
0: need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with you this rainy morning. Coming straight to the phones. Talking to our Corky. Good morning, Corky.
1: Hey, boys. How y'all doing this morning? Hey,
0: we're, Corky, we're dry.
1: <laughs> Good for you. I was just going to tell you real quick. When I moved, first moved up here, I was fishing in a crappy tournament on Chickamauga, and all of a sudden, a, sudden a, a huge, and I mean huge, thunderstorm came up, and I was stuck. And It was thundering so much that my line, when I threw my lead head, was arcing when I reeled it back in to the boat. So and wait a minute,
0: first thing you're telling me is you kept fishing during the thunderstorm.
1: I didn't have anywhere to go.
0: Well, I know, but you didn't have to fish.
1: Well, I figured if I was going to get zapped, get zapped while I was fishing. You, have, okay.
2: you can have a fish fry right there.
1: <laughs> well, Fisherman hey, fry. it was a good turn. It was a good tournament. We won the tournament, but I have never been in a situation like that before, and never want to. And as a result, now when I hear the stuff, I go the opposite direction. But uh, true story, I just thought that would uh, you know, I
0: got uh, I got and, court call one time quirky in a, in a storm like that and what I did is I actually just laid down in the very bottom of the boat I got soaked but I felt like I was better off below the deck level and uh, I wasn't too worried about the boat getting hit per se as much yeah. as just me getting hit so I, and that's what I did I just I kinda just laid down on the floor and and tried to get my head up under the console where it would somewhat stay dry and I just I stayed there for like 20 minutes Well, the
1: guy that was in the boat with me, you talk about petrified. I mean, I was scared. Yep. This guy, he was absolutely, uh, I mean, (laughs) he was yelling and screaming and shaking.
0: Oh, I can can believe it. But
1: anyway, we got out of it okay, but it just, I wanted to share that story because it sure uh, changed my thoughts on fishing in the
0: thunderstorm. You ain't kidding, Corky.
1: All right. Well, you boys have a good day. Thanks, good man. Joe,
0: see ya.
2: Take care, Corky. Right. See y'all.
0: Bye. All right. So we cannot find anything on chipmunks. It's not addressed.
2: No, it, it, there is no reference of chipmunks in the hunting guide. Period. So, as a pest species, I'm assuming you could. I don't, they're not regulated. I'm guessing. So you could
0: control your own pest problems. Yes. I would think
2: yes and I've gone to the the ATF website looking up information on armor piercing and I'm not I found definitions but no laws yet
0: interesting so um, as Steve was saying he has not been able to find out anything about whether you can have or cannot have armor piercing I know there's some 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 very smart people out there yeah that that would know this and, and they could call in and save us from looking dumb.
2: Well, probably. Um, I got the definitions if you want them. Um, it says here a projectile. No core.
0: Everybody knows an armor piercing is it gives through armor. Well, yeah. Okay. And
2: that's it can't. This is what I liked about the definition: it can be made of depleted uranium.
0: Oh, good nuclear armor piercing. Right. I like that.
2: Yeah, that's why I wanted to read the definition. <laughs> Just so I can say depleted uranium.
0: All right. Well, go ahead and read it. It makes you feel better.
2: A projectile or core which uh, can be used from a handgun which is constructed entirely, excluding the presence of trace other substances from one or more combination of tungsten alloys, steel, iron, brass, bronze, beryllium, copper, or depleted uranium, or a fully jacketed projectile larger than 22 caliber designed and intended for use in a handgun and whose jacket has a weight of more than 25% of the total weight of the projectile.
0: Okay. So if the, go back. Mm -hmm. What's that last? Jacket. So if the metal jacket that's around the lead weighs 25% of the total bullet, then that would make it armor piercing? Yes. Because lead's going to flatten on impact. Correct. But metal, whatever, would continue.
2: Correct. I got a feeling a fifty caliber would be armor piercing. Yeah. Just a normal, everyday fifty caliber, I think that would go through armor.
0: But, you know, there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of handguns and stuff that in the day would shoot armor piercing. But I just, I don't know. Is there anything in the frequently asked questions?
2: Uh, I will check.
0: So, anyway. We won't, uh, we won't spend the whole time looking for that. But, uh, Steve, we don't know. Twice. But that doesn't mean we won't try to find out.
2: Hmm. I got nothing on that. I got nothing.
0: All right. Well, if you don't, I don't. We'll see what we can do. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders on Doors. Last year we had a bumper
5: crop, when them white oak acorns started to drop,
1: so many I twisted my ankle walking to the stand
4: attention landscapers and lawn care specialists your customers want a green healthy lawn right are the products you're using getting the job done Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers lawns looking like a golf course fairway the pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care so when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products your customers and your competition will take notice guaranteed Beatty Fertilizer 472-5491 472-5491 or online at BeattyFertilizer.com like a name.
0: Welcome back, Tony Sanders. Outdoors, hanging with you this Saturday morning. Appreciate you being here, enjoying the show. I hope, and if not, you know how you fix that. You call in and you change the direction of the show. It's not that difficult. Feel free to do it. I'll leave and make Rob back off so he doesn't doesn't work work you over. <laughs> I'm I'm your muscle now. You are okay. all right. Um, let's uh, let's hit the calendar real quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, Junafust, Junafust, coming up very soon. You have the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation banquet. It's going to be at the Alhambra Shrine, over in East Brainerd. Doors open at five o'clock, the twentieth of July. Friends of NRA at the Weston. Hope you come down there and see us. We'll have a good time. On September fifth, Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event. This is an inaugural event. Uh, looking forward to having fun up at Benton's Sporting Clays. With the Medal of Honor Heritage Center, and one that I'm kind of working on here with uh, with the the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department, that's going to be a lot of fun. Fishing with a deputy. Uh, Fishing will be a fishing rod will be provided to the first 250 kids. Uh, Go meet Buddy Gross, who is a uh, I believe he's FLW, yes, tour professional. Uh, Kids can enjoy learning to fish. From, yeah, there it is, Fishing League, FLW Pro Buddy Gross. This is going to be June 8th, June 8th, Free Fishing Day at Chester Frost Park. Registration begins at 8.30. Fishing event begins from 9 to 1. This is going to be really cool. Uh, Looking forward to to this. I really am. Um, I just think this is cool.
2: That is a really great idea, and it also falls on Free Fishing Day, so that's really great. Yeah,
0: I've been talking to uh, to Matt Lee with Hamilton County Sheriff's Department for a month or so on this thing, and this was I think his idea, and he is just he's on fire for this thing, uh, so this is going to be really cool. Uh, TWRA is partnering up with um, them, Sheriff's Department, YCAP, um, and then there's also other corporate sponsors, I, and they just he's just I mean, it, it's just cool. Think about it. Um, you're gonna give a kids a chance to meet. Uh, a deputy and find out, hey, these are people, too. And, you know, if you can meet, it's it's like I tell people about game wardens. If you can meet a game warden before they're out there checking your license. It's always better. Oh, yeah. So I think it's going to be really cool.
2: I thought this was a really, really great idea.
0: So congratulations, Matt. And we will, uh, uh, I'm going to try to get Matt in here before then uh, to come in and talk about what they're hoping to do there. So it's going to be fun.
2: That sounds like a really great event. Yeah. Really good PR for both Free Fishing Day and for the uh, Sheriff's Department. And some kids are going to have some a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Now, you were going to talk about something. Oh. I, I, I waylaid you. That's okay.
2: That. That. That's what I'm going to talk about right there. Uh, I have got to buy a North Carolina license because I'm going to be fishing Tuesday, Wednesday, and part of Thursday of this week up in North Carolina. And I went to go. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm going to buy it today. Went to look at the non resident license costs and I found something weird. All right. Uh, depending on where you're from, depends on the price of your license. Yes, so sir. for example, if you're from Georgia, you pay sixty bucks. If you're from Tennessee, you pay seventy bucks. <laughs> if you're from Virginia, you pay one hundred and ten bucks. And if you're from South Carolina, you pay seventy five bucks. So it all depends on your residence as to the price. Okay. I find that Weird. You called it discriminatory. And I called it discriminatory because they're charging me more on the basis of where I live. So somebody from Montana who has to travel a long way to get there, they're going to charge 60 bucks. Somebody from Florida, they're going to charge 60 bucks. Somebody from Kentucky, they're going to charge 60 bucks, But they're going to charge me 70 because I live in Tennessee.
0: See, Tennessee is not discriminatory like that. No. We're just going to charge you what we can get by with, without, no matter where you live. Well, it's a flat
2: rate, no matter you know if you're from Timbuktu or from California. I just found that really weird. I know a lot of states do that, and I didn't know North Carolina did that, but I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Alabama hold... did
0: it for a while. Did they? Yeah, I bought a. Uh, uh, I was, I was actually. I think you were on the show then. I was actually pretty angry. I uh, had gone down and bought a um, a temporary hunting, small game hunting license, like a three day deal or yeah. something. Um, and they charged me more because I was from Tennessee than they did the other guy that was with me from Georgia.
2: That makes no sense. I mean, that's to me. It, that's all, it all has to do
0: with revenue cooperation and stuff like that.
2: Okay, I don't understand their funding, and I'm sure. They don't understand ours, so. Well, you know, one of
0: the things that's kind of funny—I get people all the time—get angry because, because we're right here on the border, that we don't have a border region license or whatever, and I'm like, okay, how do you?
2: Who's going to administrate that? Yeah,
0: how do how do you do that? And you know, I don't think there's an agent of either DNR uh, sitting there waiting for you to cross that that line because there's no line, there's no painted line out in the river. Right but if you just got to be aware
2: i mean you got the uh, articulation agreement Well, not articulation what's the i'm using academic terms the uh yeah quit
0: we got go, we got to go oh okay we'll
2: talk about that later all right
0: all right tony Sanders outdoors we'll be right back
1: campfires are burning we're gathered round in chairs three generations of hunts.
0: Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: And and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
3: I can make
0: a living from walking in the Welcome back. Tony Sanders outdoors. Give a shout out to TWRA Commission Chairman Kurt Holbert, who is actually taking some young people fishing. Good for him. Uh, I I can't I think it's his daughter I'm looking at. uh, her first tournament. Yeah, that is his daughter. That's his daughter, Laney
2: on our first tournament well good luck lane so
0: catch them up stay yep. dry yep absolutely hopefully it's better weather than they have here let's talk to shane hey shane how you doing
3: Hey, buddy what's going on man uh just heading out to go do a little fishing
0: well good be careful it's gonna rain you don't you yeah, don't even, yeah. you don't even have to fill up your live well today
3: <laughs> right right I was calling you, Rob, about that uh, North Carolina license. Might want to check to see which one you're buying, because they have different fishing licenses for whatever. Because I just bought mine not long ago, and they're only like forty-nine dollars trout fish in North Carolina.
2: I'm I i i am just I was looking at uh short-term licenses. I think it's a uh, ten-day inland is like eighteen dollars, and okay, and then another one. But yeah, I just can't believe they. They charge differently. I just looked this up during the break. Alabama does charge differently by whatever state you're from. Florida does, but Kentucky and Mississippi do not. I just find that really weird.
3: Yeah, that is weird. But I, I bought the one-year inland fishing and and the trout stamp, and it was like forty-nine. So I don't know. They have one for off, offshore fishing as well. So that kind of a deal. So I just
2: thought I'd let you know that. I was looking at the hunting, actually, when I was reading that. But, yeah. Um,
0: $36.
2: Yeah, $36 for inland fishing basic. So right. uh, I just find it weird, though, that they would charge different prices for people. I mean, just based on where you live. I mean, yeah. I don't understand the funding formula. And if anybody knows about it, please call in and explain it to me. But Yeah. All right, guys. Well, have a
3: good day. We'll talk to
2: you later. Appreciate it. Appreciate the call, Shane. Thank you, sir i know we've got the word not articulation i was looking for the word reciprocal agreements i can go anywhere into smoky mountains national park which is in north carolina as long as I, i can be in the north carolina side of the park and as long as i'm in the park my tennessee fishing license is good but i think that's because it's a federal national park and the uh Articulation uh, reciprocal agreements are valid within that certain area. So when people say, well, you know, why isn't there like a, like you brought up a tri-state region? It, I don't know who would actually administrate that or who would be able to keep track of you know what counties are covered and what aren't and who who who'd get the money because you got to split it with three states. That that would be just a a real problem. So, or at least I think.
0: Um. Yeah, Uh, you're right. It would be,
2: and then and then we get the people saying, "Well, we need a national hunting and fishing license." Well, then how is that money doled out to the states? Uh, It can't be doled out equally because you know, the the population of Wyoming is non-existent. They have more cattle than people. I
0: I don't see a. uh, I don't see a national anything like that.
2: Well, now the only national one I've ever had is uh there's a federal saltwater stamp that where if I buy it it'll cover the waters of Maine, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, uh Maine, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New York, New Jersey, uh down into North Carolina, but if I go south of North Carolina I got to buy one that's different. There but it's a federal uh saltwater stamp. So
0: Cool. I don't
2: know. I wonder. I'm de- now. I'm debating on whether I should just go ahead and do the annual fishing or.
0: Are you going back?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably better. It. Thirty six bucks isn't that bad.
0: Good. I'm trying to. Uh, 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 just we just did the shout out to Kurt just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Now he wants to listen, so I'm trying to share. Um. The uh, the app, and it's not easy to do because oh. he doesn't do Facebook. So oh, it, I can't do it in Messenger.
2: Okay. So. Okay. I got some wild outdoors news if you want to work, yeah. work on that.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm through now. I've, I've, I've shared.
2: Okay. Uh, we got some really wild outdoors news. Uh, a Florida woman shocked authorities Monday after whipping a juvenile alligator out of her pants during a traffic stop. Yes, you heard that correctly.
0: I I heard that on the news, and I thought it was kind of weird. Yeah. Well, sorry.
2: (laughs) Alligator out of my
0: pants. Yeah, that's weird to start with.
2: According to ABC News, officials from the Florida Fishing Game uh, Commission were called to the scene in Punta Gorda after an unidentified woman was found with a heap of reptiles, including a baby alligator, hidden away in her yoga pants. An officer asked... The lady, do you have anything else? At which time the woman revealed 42 striped mud turtles and one soft-shell turtle stashed away in her vehicle. Uh, She was cited for illegal possession and bag limit violations for all three species. I'm sorry,
0: she should be cited for cruelty to animals. I agree. Sticking an alligator in her pants.
2: Uh, She was cited... (laughs) Let me get through this. She was cited for illegal possession. Can
0: you, can you do this?
2: And bag limit uh, a... violations for all three species, all of which are native to Florida, but are regulated. Uh, the critters were seized by proper authorities and released back into their natural habitats, Uh spokesman said for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission. I just have one question.
0: Okay. Is it a serious question? No. Okay.
2: Are you happy to see me, or is that an alligator in your pants? <laughs> Don't do that while I'm drinking coffee. Sorry. I was just curious. <laughs> I didn't see you.
0: <laughs> sorry, did you come out your nose?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, I'm sorry. That is just. I heard that story, and if <laughs> I had been a reporter, I would have had to done the story myself.
2: Yeah. The poor alligator. I, I'm. I'm just trying to think of the the logistics
0: behind this. First of all, number one, alligators have teeth, even little beady ones. Oh yeah. Okay. Just yeah. on. Make sure everybody's on the same page. Because if it's snapping down there, ah, <laughs> uh, okay.
2: I'm hoping she had some, uh, she had some uh, electrical tape around its snout to keep it from uh, snapping. But the thing is, the thing, the way, one way you tell alligators from crocodiles: alligators' teeth actually stick out on the outside of their <laughs> mouth, whereas crocodiles actually interlock. Alligators, you know, even if their mouth is taped, you can still some of their teeth are exposed on the side, so
0: I did not know that. So, mm-hmm. I learned that educational part. Of educational
2: the show. portion of the show. There you Good. go. And you know where I learned that from? Our reptile guests the other day, because we were talking about alligators here in Tennessee. Now that we have them,
0: they're, are they are they are, not well. Are they here naturally, or did somebody bring them?
2: No, they're they're actually moving north. They're in West Tennessee. Global they're, warming. I I don't know. We got. Uh we talked about that species and there were some other species I can't remember some sort of weird frog that's been moving north too some you know very interesting frogs. Did you talk about
0: armadillos? Even though that's not is
2: his No, we did not talk about armadillos. We did talk about the uh uh the venom uh the venomous species of snakes and uh some myths and tried to dispel some myths and it was a very very educational show and I hope everybody enjoyed it so. Uh uh Paul Eric's down in, uh, he was taking a trip to, I think, Costa Rica. I was, I was yeah, he's down there, and he's found, like, I've been following him on Facebook. He's found, like, all kinds of weird uh, snakes. He's found several highly venomous snakes down there and, you know, taking pictures of them. And,
0: yeah, he's kind of, like, really chilled about the the snakes.
2: Well, I guess if you work with them on a daily basis, you, you kind of get, it's like the guys who do the, you know, the, the guys who do the, uh, Oh, shoot, I saw a special on them the other day. They fly around in a helicopter, and they get off and step off on a uh, those huge electrical lines. And they clip to it and do something up there at 500 feet above the ground. And then they step back onto the skid of the helicopter and fly to the next one. I'm looking at that going, wow, that would be scary.
0: But if I'm you, looking at that going, no. Yeah,
2: well, no, but I'm also looking at that thinking it would be scary. But if you do it every day, I guess you would kind of get used to it.
0: I love the pictures of the... Like when they were building the the World Trade Center or whatever. Not the World Trade but the...
2: Um, Freedom Tower?
0: Well, mm-hmm. the, the older construction. Like oh, the 40s yeah. The yeah. and 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. guy sitting up there on a, uh, um, a beam, uh, 250 feet in the air, smoking a cigarette, eating their lunch. Yeah. I'm like, uh,
2: no. Yeah, that that girder's, what, 18 it's, inches across, and they're just their feet are hanging down. Yeah. I'm not sure it's that big. Mm-mm. So, anyway... Uh, you will be sighted in Florida if you have an alligator in your pants, so be aware. Um. <laughs> this show's going downhill fast. It is. Uh,
0: <laughs> I guess that's kind of a spring break reference, right? I I don't know. Um, I was looking. We have a lot of comments on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, talking about when we were talking about the license. It's because some states, such as Tennessee, charge North Carolina more than other states. We don't do that. Kevin, that's wrong. We don't charge more to uh, to North Carolina versus anybody else. We've uh, got a flat rate. We've got a flat rate. Uh, so, uh, it, it, I don't know, it, it gets interesting. I, the whole license discussion gets interesting. Oh,
2: it does. And then, you know, making sure you're in compliance, um, especially— Especially when you get around saltwater, which, you know, a lot of us who live inland don't deal with on a daily basis. If you go down to Texas or Florida or some places, you have to buy kind of like a trout stamp for different species. There's a tarpon tag. Mm -hmm. There's a snook tag. uh, There's a striped bass tag in some places. There's other species that if you want to be in possession of them, your normal license won't cover, but you need to read the license requirements and know what you're fishing for. Very carefully before you go out. So, uh, for example, when I was up in uh, Narragansett Bay, uh, they had a striper slot limit. I had to know what the slot limit was if we wanted to keep a striper. Mm-hmm. But they also had regulations. You had to have a special tag if you wanted to take this fish called a tatog, uh, which is a really good white flaky fish. But the tatog you can only take during a certain time of the year, and you have to have a permit to take tatog, you have to right. have like an extra stamp. So um, you need to read up on that wherever you're going. So be be aware because uh, negligence of the law is no excuse.
0: That was ignorance of the law is no excuse.
2: Well, negligence, ignorance, either one.
0: All right. Wow. Speaking of
2: negligence, we have three poaching pinhead stories. If and you
0: we'll do those as we come back from the break. First one of this hour. Thank you so much. All the people on Facebook, thanks for the comments. Your buddy Rob that you're going fishing with commented. Rob Rob Jeeves? Yep. What did he say? I don't know.
2: Okay. He's coming.
0: I think the difference in price is based on what other states charge out-of-state anglers. Uh, Again, in Tennessee, ours is a flat rate. We charge the same to everybody. Yep. Out-of-state. So, anyway, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors.
4: and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491 or online at BeattyFertilizer.com.
0: If you're looking to target your product, Tony Sanders outdoors with you live this morning. If you're outside, I hope you have a rain jacket. If you're in the area, if you're uh, out of ways listening, some uh, like some of uh, my fellow commissioners and stuff, you may not need a rain jacket where you're at. But good Lord, you need a rain jacket and an arc here. <laughs> I saw something the other day, um, and, and and then we're going to get to a story that was out there, but it was it was. Um, I said, you need to fight like you're the third monkey on the ark. <laughs> I like that. I did, too. I thought that was pretty funny. That's that's pretty good. Uh, all right. There was, uh, it came out on the TWRA's website, and I'll uh, just talk about licensing and stuff this morning. Uh, you know, when you Google something, all right, or whatever, uh, isn't it funny how Google has become a verb? I mean, they were very smart. Yes. But it's become a verb. And in reality, it's a noun. Correct. But it's become a verb. When you search for something, Tennessee fishing license. Right. There will be things that come up at the beginning. They are things that have paid to be there. Okay? it's Like any, it's, it's like any marketing effort. I pay Google, Bing, I pay those guys. To show my website first. Well, it was discovered that two of those were actually ripoffs in a couple of senses. Because what we're talking about is you're not getting your fishing license because you searched Tennessee fishing license. And the first site that came up was fishing license And then the second one that came up was fishinglicense.org forward slash index. Okay. Neither one of those are are associated with the state of Tennessee. Neither one of those are are legal, and neither one of those are going to give you a fishing license. No, but But now. But they're going to take your money.
2: Yes, and now they have your credit card and any identifying information as well. So you're not going to get your license, and they're probably going to run up a whole bunch of bills while they're at it. Yes. So there are some bogus ones. To purchase your real license, you need to visit gooutdoorstennessee dot com. G O O U T D O R S Tennessee dot com.
0: Or get the if you if you got a smartphone and, and let's face it, most people do. Not everybody, most people mm-hmm. get the app. All right.
2: The app's easy. I love the app.
0: I you you and me both. Uh, I mean, we've used I've used it. I've used the app four times this morning. In an hour and twenty seven minutes doing the show. T.W.R.A. On the go. It's an easy app. Uh, It's free. It's free. Hats off to the to the the social media people. They have done a great job improving this because two years ago I wouldn't send you to it because I thought it was pretty not good. It was lame. It, it just didn't. But now it's pretty slick. It is. Uh, and they've been responsive because one of the things. Uh, and you've been around me long enough and I tell I told them I told Jennifer when she started I said, Look, I will break your app. Because that's what I do. I if I will try to I will I will find something that causes it to hiccup, up. And one of the things that frustrated me was it didn't download into the the memory the hunting regs so if I'm out somewhere and I've got less than LTE service if I tried to download the regs it didn't work I said can you fix that and they did yeah and so now even without service I can still get it
2: you know still being I would say more well I'm more of an angler than I am a hunter so a lot of times when I'm in a blind I need to look up information because I'm I don't hunt as much as as most people for example we were at uh, we were hunting and I saw a gray fox come in and I yep. said, you know, I took a picture and sent it to you and I was like, can we shoot these? I, I was just curious and I don't know. So we both get on our TWA app and find out, yes, I could have, but
0: at that point it was gone.
2: Well, at that point it was gone and it would have been a little bit of overkill. I think I had a 30, 30 and the fox was, a, you know, yeah. that, that yeah, that's not, you talk about armor piercing. That's Yeah. Uh, but uh, you, when you check these websites out, you know be real careful, uh, especially when they want you to put in credit card information. Get download the app. Uh, one of the easiest things. Uh, they stated they do not sell. Uh, they do not sell other states. This is Tennessee. On one of these websites, it says they do not sell. Not sell. Sale. So if there's a lot of misspellings, that call me strange. That should be a. Uh, if there's grammatical errors, misspellings. You know, they happen occasionally, but, yeah, if there's more than one, eh, it's probably not a reputable website. I'm sorry. You insert money here. You know, okay, no,
0: no, don't do that. I just got a, I just got a text from um, one of uh, Chetnik's finest. Ah. We have to go chipmunk hunting when I get back. <laughs> here they're as big as moose and pipe <laughs> <laughs> It'll
2: feed a family of
0: four. <laughs> There are I've seen
2: some fat chipmunks so I I mean I've seen I've seen a qu- quite a few I don't know if they you know push half a pound but you know
0: all right now we we try not to be discriminatory true uh weight challenged
2: weight challenged yes <laughs> I've still got this information up about the chipmunks here uh where was I going I was going wh- 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 yeah I was going uh poaching pinheads
0: okay Well right. uh, yeah you do that I'm okay
2: gonna- you, I'll do that uh, three three men have been sentenced for an illegal mountain lion hunt in Yellowstone. Uh, this involvement in a Lacey Act violation happened in Yellowstone National Park late last year, according to Park Service officials. Court documents say that Austin Peterson, Trey Yonke, and Corbin Simons uh, crossed the Yellowstone boundaries and shot a treed mountain lion before transporting the carcass back to their vehicle. The incident occurred... In a section north of the park, uh, north of the Yellowstone River, on December twelfth, twenty eighteen, uh, Peterson was ordered to pay a thousand seven hundred dollars in restitution and fees, and must serve three years of unsupervised probation, during which he is banned from hunting, fishing, or trapping anywhere in the world. Good. The, the other two men, aged twenty and nineteen, were given similar sentences.
0: You know, th- and that was something that was started a few years ago. I don't know about the world thing, but how do you enforce that? But um, in the U.S., if you get busted for a game violation, there's, isn't it, 42 or 43 states, you automatically lose your right to hunt and fish in those states while your sentence is running. Correct. So they run concurrent, but you do de- definitely get there.
2: Uh, here's another punching pit end. Oh, what?
0: <laughs> the Apparently the... the I gotta be careful now. The chairman of the commission is now listening because he just asked if we could open a chipmunk season. This is gonna be the chipmunk show, right?
2: I guess so. <laughs> they got cute little chubby cheeks. They're, I mean, they're cute little animals. I don't, I don't know what they taste like. I guess be very they, quiet.
0: I'm hunting, hunting Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh. is, this is going like the show where we wanted to go out and uh, and shoot Asian carp. Oh yeah, a God service. We,
2: that's a still a good idea. I, I
0: agree. I'm ready. I want to do it. All right,
2: I don't anyway. know. Well, you're a commissioner. Make it happen. Uh,
0: thir- three, three. I, I am one of thirteen votes.
2: Ah, okay. Well, I'll, and, vo- I'll vote for you. And and
0: I don't, I don't know that I can get, you know, more than one more.
2: <laughs> three men in uh, Michigan were allegedly caught with eighty walleye. You heard that right, eighty. Uh, authorities in Michigan say they. All right,
0: hold on, hold on. So it says there were 65 of the limits, so the limit's five a day. Correct. So there was three of them. Okay, so 15 was all they should have had.
2: Correct. Okay. And they had 80. All right. Um, the uh, State Department of Natural Resources officers were located uh, and alerted by a tipster. Uh, the men admitted that they had fished the Detroit River earlier in the day. The paper reported that the penalty could cost a fine of 10 Dollars per pound of fish they may have and they may have to give up their licenses.
0: And I like that. I like that kind of, you know, we, we've we started the thing where it's so much per point. I like that. I do too because that way, if you you know, you don't know, you do not own, and, and, and I love getting into the political discussions, not political, the, the discussions with people, um, you know, where the, uh, by God it's on my land and it's my deer. No, it's not yours. No. Okay, sorry, it's just not. This is not your fish. And so I love these these penalties which and I don't I'm not trying to financially destroy somebody. I want it to hurt. I think what is ours is 500 bucks.
2: I believe it is per, per point. point.
0: Yeah. So I want I want it to hurt. I want to get your attention and I want it to deter you from doing it again. And contrary to most people's beliefs, TWRA does not end up with that fine. Typically. R- who does? not us okay uh, the the legal system okay it's it's a good racket anyway uh, so matter of fact i was somewhere the other day and and some lady had gotten a ticket uh for something fishing without a license i forgot what it was and and i think the whole bill was like 270 dollars she goes hey well how much did you guys get and I said like maybe 12 or the rest of it go to the judge ah. and the court system and 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 she said, well, I won't make that mistake again. I said, well, good, but don't think that we're writing tickets. Because the comment was made, you guys are out there writing tickets to get money. And I'm like, right. yeah, no, we don't get it. So, no, we're not. So because, so, because I lose money.
2: Yeah, I was thinking, how much do you pay a, a wildlife officer per hour, and then you, you write a $270 ticket, you get $12 yeah. back. How much are you paying the game officer per hour? It's going to be more Wild than 12 While he's
0: sitting in court, too. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, we lose money on tickets, so it doesn't, it, it's not, it's not, we, that's not why we're writing tickets, no. I can assure you.
2: Well, anyway, these idiots uh, are going to have to pay per pound. Uh, then we've got four who were arrested unlawfully for, get this, taking 114 bass in Illinois. Okay. Uh, photos of dead bass, all 114 were taken illegally. Uh, the suspect. Oh, did
0: you say, oh did they post it on Facebook? Yes. That's my favorite ones. Yes. Uh here you go. I am breaking the law. This is where I'm at. Oh, here's your here's your evidence. They were fishing a private lake and
2: did not have landowner permission to be gotcha. there.
0: So they were trespassing and illegally fishing. Correct. Good for them.
2: They're facing charges uh currently valued at four hundred and fifty six dollars each.
0: Good. Good for them. Idiots. That would be your Local, Well, no, it's not local. Your poaching pinhead news for the day. Correct. All right. Let's go pay your bills, and when we come back, we'll get into something else. I don't have any idea why. Or you can give us a call at 267-1023, 267-1023, area code 423, if you want to be part of the show. We'll be right back. It
4: sits above
1: the mantle on a couple rusty nails. And it's worth a bunch of money, but it damn sure ain't for sale. The good Lord only knows all the
4: stories he can tell.
0: Granddaddy's gone. Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the
4: great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Attention landscapers and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, or online at BeattyFertilizer.com
3: here come the ducks hit the high baller
4: shut up the doll, stare at the water
0: welcome back Tony Sanders Outdoors one more segment and a half and we'll be finishing up on this Saturday morning thanks for all the comments and stuff a lot of questions about licenses. Maybe we we'll have to talk about licenses more.
2: I think so. Got people fired up.
0: I, I, sorry. Where are you going fishing? North Carolina and Virginia?
2: No, North Carolina and Tennessee. Oh, okay. I don't. Well, I don't plan on fishing Virginia, but if I do, obviously I'll get a license. But uh, I don't know. I haven't even looked at Virginia. I don't think I'm going to be up there. The the we'll be close. We're about seven or eight miles or eleven miles from I think Damascus. Don't
0: cross that painted line in the water.
2: Yep. So we'll be be near Damascus, Virginia, is where we're going to be.
0: Hey, another state record. This one's out of Georgia.
2: Yep. Uh,
0: This is is up your alley.
2: Yes, this is right up my alley. This is why I put this one in here. This is out of Americus, Georgia. A day spent fishing is always a good day, especially when you catch a state record fish. Jacob Hornaday of Perry, Georgia, is the new state record holder for the spotted sunfish. His catch weighed 11 ounces, breaking the previous record of 10 ounces, according to the Georgia DNR. Uh, the ang- the angler hooked the new state record sunfish on a private pond on April 28th using a beetle spin lure. Uh, J- Jacob wanted to have the fish fish's weight certified, so he w- went directly to a hatchery, which was conveniently close. The hardy side fish was weighed and then returned to the water to get bigger for another day. So he actually was able to return a record fish without killing it um, because it was a hatchery near there with certified scales, so that was really, really good. Oh, wow, great.
0: so he actually was able to...
2: He caught and released it.
0: Well, good for him. That means somebody will break his record.
2: Hopefully so. Uh, the spotted sunfish, Lapomas punctualis, are found in warm waters throughout Georgia. They have a compressed body with a rounded profile, and they've got really, really cool spots all over them. If you've ever seen one, they are rather interesting fish.
0: Now, have you caught a sunfish tarp?
2: Uh, yes, two.
0: Master angler, two.
2: No, two, two, two tarps. But yes, I am a master angler, too. Just throwing that out there.
0: <laughs> and go ahead and say it. And, and I'm a what? Master angler, none. <laughs> okay.
2: Just saying. It'll make you feel but, better? But, well, no, because you've actually got antlers on your wall, and uh, I don't. Oh, well.
0: well you, can, you can buy those anywhere.
2: Yeah, well, no. Yeah, you can, but n- <laughs> no. Well, I could go buy a two hundred, you know, two hundred pound tarpon mount too, and put that on the wall, but I didn't catch it. I mean, you got to have the, you got to have this story behind it. So, um, but yeah, no, I've caught uh, as far as tarp goes, I've caught all the available sunfish species. There's no other ones that I can get a tarp on.
0: Oh, look, it's Beaver Man! Yay! He's on the air. Hey, Beaver Man.
5: Good morning, gentlemen. Rob. How are you? Never, ever, ever tell somebody where you're going to go trout fishing.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, he narrowed it down to a state. Good corn. Lord.
5: But then, you know, next thing you know, a bunch of gum, y- yahoos will show up up there going, hey, man, where can I get a can of corn? I want to <laughs> camp with you guys. You guys look like you're really cool.
2: Let me adjust my man bun.
5: <laughs> yeah, we don't need that crap.
2: You got any essential oils?
5: Yeah, we're, we're, no, man, you never tell nobody where, anybody where you're going. And when they ask, you know, where you caught the fish, you just tell them, oh, in the water. I say in the the mouth. Yeah, on the end of my line.
0: (laughs) Well, you're, you're, you're safe. Nobody knows exactly what part of the state he's going
5: to. Okay. Very good. (laughs) There's, uh, no. We don't need any more yehus showing up. Yeah, I know it. There's enough of us as there are.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I was going to say you haven't invited invading, this. You haven't invited the yehus. KC's territory. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's
2: going to be. Yeah,
5: we have guys coming from New York. Yep. Coming from Ohio, um, South Georgia,
2: North Carolina, There's a whole
5: bunch of Virginia, all over the Carolinas. Yep. And uh, it's it's a big deal. It's. For, you know, bunch of people that like to stand around in thunderstorms and lightning under a tent and talk about how much fun it is.
2: You remember the lightning strike last year that I swear hit inside the inside the circle? Yeah, <laughs> you were in my car. I'm in the uh, tent. Going, what am I doing?
5: <laughs> but, I threw those pants away. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's why we. That's why we're psycho fishers. That's why we're psycho fishers, man.
5: That's it. Well, gentlemen, I'm enjoying this rainy day so much because. The list of things I have to get done prior to going to be a psycho fisher just seems to be getting longer, not shorter, and the rain doesn't help but get it get any shorter at all. So
0: Well have fun. I am uh, I, can't, I can't wait to hear stories. Uh, yeah,
5: have fun watching it rain and yeah. and bud and yeah, yeah, I am. That's great.
0: <laughs> all right, man. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. Thanks, Beaver you. Man. See you buddy. Hey John.
6: Hey, Tony. Hey, Rob. How are you guys doing today?
0: Doing well. How about you, sir?
6: Good. It's always an honor to follow the great beaver, man.
0: <laughs> well, I thought it was an honor to talk to us, but apparently not.
6: Well, it is an honor to talk to you guys as well. And um, you all are hosting the Chipmunk Hour this Saturday?
2: Yes, we are.
6: I need some help understanding something. So, there's, according to you all, there's no laws about the hunting of chipmunks in the state which are cute creatures to watch as they climb and do all their little things, yet it is illegal to kill a snake in Tennessee. So it doesn't really make sense to me that there's nothing protecting the chipmunks, and yet those vile, slithery, disgusting animals called snakes, it's actually illegal to hunt in Tennessee. And I'm wondering, why does one get discriminated against and the other gets protected class?
0: Well, I think it's, pre- I think it's pretty simple. Chipmunks do not invoke a reaction which involves grabbing a shovel and smacking the heck out of it. A snake does.
2: You could play whack-a-mole.
0: Well, you could. I'm just but, saying, but you know, snakes invoke that reaction from people which is I guess the best way to describe is um non-logical, primal. Primal, yeah.
6: Well someone who doesn't like snakes, I can understand that reaction.
0: Well, you know uh and it, it it's really strange, John. Um snakes don't bother me. But you let me find a spider and I'm pulling out my forty five.
2: It's the funniest thing. I have seen him do that. I have been there.
0: <laughs> and and I would pull out bigger if I hadn't sold it. I mean it's just I don't think, I think the main I mean, reason is... If I
6: is, was with you and I saw a snake, I'd pull out your forty-five for the same reason. I agree.
2: I think the main reason is you know you're not going to get envenomated by a chipmunk. It's not going to run up and bite you on the ankle, and then, you know, your ankle's going to swell up, and, you know, the blood's going to curdle, and, you know, you get gangrene, and have to have your foot amputated because you got a chipmunk bite. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying.
0: Okay. And, okay, guys. So. Uh, let let me let me apologize to all the young people out there, but this show's just going to hell. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm glad
6: to have contributed today. Thanks. Well, thanks, thanks John. John. <laughs> Rob, you, you got Tony, you all know, have
0: a great weekend. See you, everybody. Bye. You know the the good thing about that is he is one of the sponsors of our show. Yeah. So he can <laughs> he can drive the show wherever he wants to. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious roving
2: bands of poisonous chipmunks all across Tennessee <laughs> they must
0: be stopped oh how did we ever win an award i just want to know uh, we're entertaining and informative this is definitely the entertaining side of the show right. all right we'll be right back If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You know, it's been kind of a fun show. It I, has. I don't know if it's because everybody got up and it was raining and said, oh, heck this, I'm not going out. Uh, I don't know, but it's been fun to have all the comments. Good Lord, Facebook has been alive today. Facebook Live has been alive. How's that?
2: Appreciate everybody's comments. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Appreciate all the phone calls, too. So,
0: it's been fun. All right. Uh, Today is the opening of spring squirrel season. I have said for years the best way, in my opinion, to get a youngster involved with hunting is with squirrels. And here's why, and I'll say it again, and and I'll continue saying it. You can take them out. They don't have to be really quiet, but yet you can take them and say, "Okay, shh,
4: we need to be quiet."
0: And and when you see that they're about reached their limit of being quiet, then you stand up and start walking again. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can get them looking, teach them patience. There's so much you can do, all with squirrels, and you can take ten of them. That's the daily limit. Um and so, just be careful because I, it. I, I hate that turkey season overlaps it by two days. Yeah, uh, but it does. So just be careful if you're out there. Uh, but it uh, starts today and goes through June ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, good, good chance to get out there.
2: You can shoot uh, gray gray squirrels, fox squirrels, and red squirrels, and uh, that does not include chipmunks in your daily bag. So not chipmunk season. Chipmunks can carry Lyme disease. Well, I'm sure they can probably carry, like, rabies, too, I guess. But been They weird. don't carry venom. I know that. I know they're not venomous. So <laughs> I do know they're not that. They may carry, you know, the plague. I don't know. Well, actually, uh, prairie dogs carry the plague. We have about 100 cases of bubonic plague every year, and they always happen out west, and it's from prairie dogs. People c- keeping them in the Prairie as dogs,
0: dead. that's called targets, right?
2: Y- yeah. Yeah. Real big chipmunks. (laughs) I'm not going to let this
0: chipmunk thing go. Apparently not. All
2: right. Calendar? Calendar. Uh, June 1st coming up is a Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation banquet. It's going to be at Alhambra Shrine starting at 5 p.m. On the 20th of July, Friends of the NRA is going to be held at the Westin. Doors open at 5 p.m. Please get your tickets early because you will turn people away at the door.
0: We'll be sold out. We have been for the last seven, eight years, and if you want to... Not go, then don't buy your tickets.
2: Book now to avoid disappointment. Yep. Uh, September 5th, Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event is going to be out at Benton Sporting Clays. That's going to be a really good event. I need to practice on my the, shotgunning.
0: There'll be somebody here in about a month uh, to talk about that. So. Okay. And then hunting with. Uh,
2: oh, uh, fishing with a. Fishing with a. Yeah, fishing, fishing with, with the deputy. A
0: deputy. That's coming up on June 8th, Free Fishing Day. We'll talk more about that in the very near future as well. And finally, you, you're you going fishing, and you went to Sportsman's and stocked up.
2: I did. I went down to Sportsman's Warehouse, got me a uh, Lost yeah. Creek cooler, which is very 65-quart Yeti-like cooler. So I have a real cooler now. So I'm going to have a lot of nice cold drinks and cold, cu- cold cuts to eat at Psycho Fishers. Sweet. And a new tent.
0: And a new tent.
2: A new tent. So I stay nice and dry because it's going to rain.
0: It's been an awesome show. Thank you so much for being part of it. Even though we talked about shooting us a lot. But anyway, see you next week. Tony Sanders Outdoors.
6: Hunting, fishing, loving every day.
1: That's the prayer that a country boy
0: prays. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.